Did you realize that rich living is your choice and your consciousness? That's right. It's about you choosing to live a life so enriched with love, prosperity, and wellness that you naturally find yourself living rich and fulfilled. You don't need anyone's permission to live rich because, very simply, you were born rich. Join Richard Harper every week as he discusses spiritual concepts as well as practical actions designed to bring your choice into manifestation of amazing abundance. Jump into the exciting energy and shift your life from lack into pure grace. Let it begin now. Here's Richard Harper. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Rich Living with Richard here on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. I am your host, Richard Harper, and you know what? I am jackrabbit jubilant, elephantly elated, and peacock proud to be coming to you today. And I pray that you had an amazing week, that you had an absolutely awesome week, and that you just manifested some powerful, wonderful, tremendous blessings over the course of the week and I want to um, say hello and thank you to all of you that have been listening and letting me know that you're listening and you've been joining the uh, the uh, show mailing list so I appreciate you for doing that and you know what it's just good to be able to connect go ahead and go to my website www.consciouslywealthylife.com my wife always says why do you say www let me back up consciouslywealthylife.com and you can visit me there consciouslywealthylife.com learn a little bit more about me you can connect with me um, on all social media platforms from the website, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. You can see what's going on um, in this rich living world. And I look forward to connecting with you on those social media platforms. Also in the website, check out the services that we have to offer. We are offering um, a 30-minute energy clearing session special for the launch of our show for only $39.99. Now, those sessions are awesome, and I encourage you to get in on a session, (coughs) excuse me, and schedule an appointment at $39.99. It's a 30-minute session with you and I over the phone. We're going to talk a little bit, and then intuitively, um, I will begin to tap into those negative energy blocks that you may be holding or are holding and we're going to dissolve them and remove them with a proven technique that I've been using for some time now and um, it works as one of my teachers would say it works if you work it so I want you to go ahead and schedule that appointment if you're dealing with anything any type of negative energy or you're feeling like uh, your creativity is just low you're not able to move forward in life and do those things that you enjoy um, you just don't have the energy for it then get with me and let's go ahead and do an energy clearing or if you're dealing with something you've been dealing with it for years and years and it just keeps reoccurring in your mind over and over again schedule the appointment and let's get together 
and let's do life together. I want to partner with you for your success. Now, maybe you want something a little bit deeper and you want to enter into a life coaching relationship with me. I want to be your life coach. I absolutely love coaching. It is one of my favorite things to do. I love the time that I get to spend with my clients and hearing the breakthroughs, hearing the breakthroughs and all of the awesome changes that takes place in their lives and it's a blessing for me and I feel so fortunate because I was a vessel of God and the Spirit of God used me to impact their lives at that particular moment and so it's it's something that I love to do I just love to coach and I'd love to be your life coach and you can find out all about that there on the website as well you can get your copy of consciously wealthy developing a rich mind to make power moves my book um, that uh, got a lot of great reviews and testimonies for and last week we shared from one of the chapters uh, of our book about the power of focus and using the law of focus so I want you to go ahead and um, get a copy of this book Add it to your library. Um, poor people entertain themselves while rich people educate themselves. I was uh, doing an a interview. I recorded it for a TV show on uh, last week. And the host shared that my book is with her top two books that changed her life and put her on this path and this course that she was on and so I want to give a shout out to uh, Pastor Christina Lockett thank you so much that's my home girl there and uh, she's uh, loves Consciously Wealth and she pushes it so much and she's an author and um, uh, uh, Message of Hope is the name of her show TV broadcast and radio broadcast so had fun being on that panel and sharing with a group of guys that were from all walks of life and poets and businessmen and everything else. And we just had a great time uh, recording the show. And when it's up, I'll share it on the website, okay? So I'll share the link. It's a local broadcast for the Houston, Texas area. Uh, the show is TV show. So I'll put it on the website so you can get a chance to see me on TV. Well, let's go ahead and raise our vibration with this little joke that I found. I think you're going to like this one. Existence was so tranquil and peaceful for the young couple, Adam and Eve, like straight out of a storybook until one unfortunate day when Adam showed up one hour late for supper. By the time Adam finally came home, Eve was a nervous wreck and her imagination was working overtime. Honey, what happened? Why are you so late? questioned Eve. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam responded with a wave of his hand. I just lost track of time. Now, Eve didn't have a mother or girlfriend around to calm her fears. After all, it was just her and her husband. And despite Adam's convincing act... Her overreactive imagination could not be calmed. 
That night, after two hours of restless turning in her bed, enough was enough. She, so Adam jumps up and yells, What in the world are you doing? And Eve says, You know darn well what I'm doing. Now lay back down so I can finish counting those ribs. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> lay back down so I can finish counting those ribs. Now that was funny. I tickled my own self with that one. That that one <laughs> I thought that was a funny one. Wouldn't it be amazing, ladies, if it was just that easy, you know, just Go on and count the ribs and let's just see what's going on. Wouldn't be that easy for men, would it? But uh, we, we wouldn't have any ribs to count. <laughs> but uh, that's a good one. Okay, ladies, don't I don't want your your guys, uh, you know, sending me messages and calling me and saying, I woke up and my wife, my girlfriend was counting my ribs. So that was a good one. Wow. I want to um, open up with a mind treatment. Usually we've been doing um, vibration activations, and I hope you've been enjoying those activations. But I want to go ahead and do this mind treatment um, for supply that was actually written by Ernest Holmes. It resonated with me, and I said, okay, I want to share this with my rich living family. Um, so we're going to do this mind treatment. I've been speaking and sharing with you guys principles for um, developing your belief system and changing your belief system, working on that belief system. And so uh, one of the things that we must do is daily is treat our minds and we use affirmative prayer are these spiritual mind treatments. Now, if you're coaching with me, um, I, I use a lot of spiritual techniques in my coaching as well as a lot of down-home wisdom, okay, and um, that we share. But I use these uh, spiritual mind uh, treatments because I do this for myself. I, I treat my own mind. So I asked the doctor one day, I said, what do you do when you need a prescription? Do you just write your own prescription? And this doctor said, yes, I do. So, you know, there comes a time when the doctor has to go to the doctor, right? So I use these um, mind treatments. And this one, you can Google it. You can find it. I um, want to go ahead and give Dr. Holmes his credit for this treatment for supply. So let's turn within. Turn within. Now, if you're driving, I want you to stay in your body now. I don't want you to go in a state of meditation, but just let my voice uh, become your voice. Now, if you're sitting in a comfortable place or you're in your office listening or at home or something like that, and you're in a place to where you can sit and relax and breathe and turn within, then go ahead and do that. But if you're driving, I just want you to listen, okay? I just That's all I want you to do is just listen. So let's turn within and go into this treatment for supply. I am surrounded by pure spirit, by God, the living spirit. My thought is God thought, and it is the law unto the thing whereunto it is spoken. Everything that I do shall be a success. I am led, guided, and inspired by the living spirit of love and of right action. 
I am compelled to move in the right direction and to always know what to do, where, and how to do it. I am surrounded by right action. I am filled with the consciousness of right action. Right action is success in all that I undertake to do. I am successful in all my undertakings and I am compensated for all my efforts. I am surrounded by substance which is always taking the form of supply and always manifesting itself to me in the form of whatever my need may be at the time. I always have an abundance of money and an abundance of whatever it takes to make life happy and opulent. There is a continuous movement toward me of supply, of money, of all that I need to express the fullest life, happiness, and action. I have an inner understanding of my place in the universe. I know that it is unique. The divine has not incarnated in anyone else in just the same individual way that it has in me. I am unique and forever individualized. Therefore, I do not need to imitate anyone or to long for the good that belongs to another. All good is now mine and is now manifest in my experience. I do not compete with anyone for I am and remain forever myself. This self is united with all selves but is always an individual and a unique self. There is that in me which all people recognize as worthwhile and desirable. And everyone whom I meet loves this self of mine and recognizes its worth. I draw all toward me and those whom I can benefit and those who can benefit me are irresistibly drawn toward me. I do not strain, will, or coerce. I know the truth makes me free from the fear of poverty and emancipates me from the thought of limitation. I see that money, like everything else that is desirable, must be a spiritual idea. And I know that I have this idea right in my mind at this moment. I shall always have this idea of abundance. It is mine and I take it. The opportunity for self-expression and compensation is always open to me. And I am at all times compelled to know, accept, and operate upon this opportunity. I have abundance because I am abundance. All that the Father hath is mine. And so it is. Amen. Wow, that was powerful. That was powerful. Oh my God. The vibrations that I'm feeling right now, just what I'm feeling. And if you went along on that journey, on that prayer journey with me in that moment, I know you can feel it too. And I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for the abundance, for the money that's manifesting in your life. And you know what? Just take a deep breath in. 
Just take a deep breath in, inhale, and then I want you to exhale. As you exhale, you are releasing the fear of lack and limitation and poverty. It's Emily Cady said, it's the belief in those things that has caused man to come into bondage. Believing in evil in death and poverty, in sickness and old age. Those are the things that are holding us down and we are shifting and changing our belief systems each and every day. And you know what? You and I together, we are in a ever-increasing state of transformation. And you know what? I'm so excited. I'm so excited about you. And I'm so excited for you. Oh, my God. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. I feel um, so great sharing that with you. And, um, you know, this is what I love to do. I love doing all of the spiritual work to move myself into the next plane, into the next level, into a higher level of consciousness. And, um, you know, it works. That's what works for me. What works for you works for you. But I've learned, um, as Bob Proctor, I heard him say, there's no way that I believe you can teach success or prosperity, abundance, healing without the presence of spirit. There must be some spirituality, some faith involved in there, in a source. And um, my source is the God of the universe and whatever name you choose to call source, source knows its name. So, hey, we are in this moment, right? And we are moving forward. So, um, as a reminder, yes, I want you to, you know, I was going to, kind of having a hippie moment, right? As a reminder, I want you to go to the Law of Attraction Radio Network and register for the cruise the 2017 cruise leaving out of miami going to the bahamas yay we're gonna have a great time february the 13th through the 17th so bring your love interests uh, bring your friend your loved one your partner whomever come on bring somebody there that you express love to and register for the cruise but when you register do me a favor would you let the network know that I invited you? Register as my guest. I want to meet all of my guests. Uh, I want to hug your neck and shake your hand. And my wife and I, we're just gonna we're gonna have fun uh, right along with you on that on the cruise. Okay, so I need you to register for the cruise. Also, if you're a first-time listener or you're a repeat listener, you know, you listen over and over, you're part of the Rich Living family, I need to know who you are. So make sure you go um, and join on uh, my mailing list. Get on the, the list for the show because I want you to, we're going to be rolling out the Be Rich Opportunity, which is a um, mind reconditioning um, program. I don't like to use the word challenge. Some people say I got a 21 day challenge. Listen, 
dude has been challenged enough in life okay so i'm looking for opportunities to prosper and i want you to be that's in the bible too it says that the eyes of the lord go to and fro looking looking to prove itself strong on the behalf of those um that love him or something to that nature have faith or something to that nature somebody's like okay you should go back to sunday school aren't you a minister yeah but even god looks for an opportunity so i don't get into the challenge thing we get into the opportunity so i want you to get on the be rich opportunity and this is especially for those of you that say, I want to go on this cruise, Richard, but I just don't know if I have the finances to get on this cruise. You have it. You know, we just did this mind treatment, and you're going to get in this Be Rich opportunity with me, and we're going to keep treating your mind and impressing these rich ideas and changing and shifting, transmuting the belief system, and you're going to have such a powerful um, manifestation of money not just for the cruise but money to play with while you're on the cruise we don't say spend because at the end of sp is end and listen honey your money is not ending okay so it is circulating through and through through and through so we're talking about belief system um a little bit further with belief systems and changing patterns you know what it's time for a change gonna make change in my life <laughs> i don't remember the rest of that song i was too uh i don't know uh young i guess when it came out anyway um it's time to make changes positive changes in our lives and creating new patterns as you begin to shift your belief system, we we begin to form new patterns. Prosperity is a state of mind, and this is something that we have to work on each and every day. Woohoo! This is not going to change with two or three affirmations. You're not going to change this because you went through one, you know, seven day program or something like that. You, you got to continue to do this thing each and every day. And that's what your buddy Richard Harper is here doing on Rich Living. And I've got guests that's going to be coming on starting next month. And they are going to be sharing with you as well um, techniques that they have used to to do this inner work. We got to do the work. And it's it begins with your commitment. You have to be committed to change you have to be committed to the process of change and willing to change when you're willing to change then you make the commitment to change um, providence doesn't get involved until you make the commitment first so it's you making that commitment I've learned, I, you know what, I stick my, stick my foot, I stick myself, I stick my foot in my mouth intentionally now. There's some things that I just commit myself to for the simple fact that it's going to stretch my manifestation muscles. I, I've got to begin to work those muscles out for manifestation and the same thing is for you too. We must begin to change these patterns and patterns are not just in physical appearance 
but a pattern is a it's a manifestation of psychic forces that are active in our lives so we have these patterns that we've developed through our belief systems we can talk about the effects of positive or negative patterns within the within the subconscious mind but we can also gain more insight with psychic and spiritual wisdom on how we can begin to handle these patterns and begin to to shift these patterns around because you know that thoughts are energy your thoughts are energy and whenever a pattern is established then there's a crystallization of that psychic energy okay or you can call it a stronghold that pattern is crystallized and it surrounds us and it, 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 it operates in everything that we do because we are psychophysical units meaning that the mind rules the body and the body rules the mind and the two begin to interact upon one another as one unit so we have physical action and activity and we can use physical action and activity to influence the energy patterns of our minds so you can use physical activity and use physical actions to begin to change your thought patterns your mind patterns i i i i look at you know what if you're going to do something new then you must begin to do something different the saying is is that it takes 21 days to change a habit to break a habit and and not all of these patterns are negative that's the thing some of us have got some positive patterns but they just don't serve us anymore and we're stuck in these things and that's what makes it religion that's when it becomes a religion and we know that the kingdom of god is not a religious system it's not a religious institution by any means it's a place of freedom it's a place of liberty and it is a spiritual place and we know that there are no limitations in the spiritual realm but when we begin to do things over and over and over um, that are good things there's a scripture that says the traditions of man make the word of god um, of no effect your word is the word of god what you speak is the word of god you are a creator and sometimes your your patterns are making your words become ineffective so we begin to shift and and change the patterns you know we got to get out of the rut and you you've done this before you may have said i just need to get away so you're going to walk you go to the lake you go to the mall you do something you change the scenery you go on a vacation you do those types of things but you got to learn that um, it, it's it's not always a vacation that you need but it's really a vacation from doing certain things it's a vacation from certain habits it's a vacation from certain patterns you gotta you gotta mix it up you gotta you gotta 
you know, disturb the pattern a little bit, or you got to shake it up, if you will, that pattern. If, if when they come to, to lay new foundation, they've got to dig up, right? The, the concrete that's there and the foundation that's there, they have to begin to break it up, beat, beat it down and pulverize it, and then they move it out of the way so they get down to the ground and then they lay a new foundation. And that's what you must be willing to do. It's not a, an easy process. Neither is it a pretty process. Have you ever seen a pretty renovation process? You know, I'm I should I'm gonna do this and yeah, we need I need a t shirt that just says, you know, I'm sure someone has done it, but but I'm gonna do my own t shirt that says pardon pardon my mess, you know, uh renovation and process, whatever they say. You've seen that. You go to a store, a mall or something or business and they say, pardon our mess, you know, we're in the process of renovation. And it's hard for people to even deal with you sometimes when you, because you're a mess when you, <laughs> when you go through your process, when you go through your renovations. It's not easy because so much stuff comes up. So much stuff comes up. It happened to, to Jacob in the Bible. It happened to Jacob. And I talk about that even in my book, Consciously Wealthy, with Jacob. Jacob's name was Trickster. He was a trickster, and that was the name that was given to him was was Trickster. And you know he was known for you know J Jacob was a good he was a good liar, and he did just that to many people, and he hurt a lot of people along the way. He did things that I'm sure he really didn't want to do. But it was just his nature. He did things to his wives. He did things to his brother. And one day after he had stolen his brother's Esau's birthright um, as a child or as a young man, there came a time when Esau was coming back. And the word got to Jacob that Esau was coming back. And, and, and he was so afraid. He became very afraid knowing that his brother was coming back and he's thinking, you know what, my brother's coming to kill me. That's what's about to happen. My brother is coming to kill me. And he wrestles all night long with this angel. There's an angel that shows up and it really wasn't an angel. He was wrestling with his ego. He was wrestling with his false self and um, so that he could begin to focus on the divine presence or the divine essence that was within him and he fought all night long that was his state of consciousness he was unconscious and 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 he begins to fight and wrestle and this angel is saying let me go let me go and Jacob says you know what I'm not going to let you go until you bless me he began to take control of his ego that's what happened. He took control of it. And um, it, it, he says, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. And the angel says, what is your name? And Jacob says, my name is Jacob, which means trickster. And um, he, was, he told the truth in that moment. He actually told the truth. He admitted to how he was 
abusive to his wife. He admitted to how he had hurt his brother. He admitted to all of those things in that moment. He had a reckoning with who he really was. And then the angel says to him, you know what? This is no longer your name, but now your name is Israel, which means one who prevailed with God prevail with God and with man and his name was changed now in the Bible when a name uh, many of the characters that we see in the Bible that really wasn't their name it was really a description of who they were and that's how we interpret scriptures we use the scriptures to understand more about who we are as man and who God is within us and and who we are in our oneness with God, and each one of these characters, their names represents their quality or their characteristic, and it has something to do with with our consciousness. And that he experiences transformation. His name was changed. He moved from being um, Jacob the trickster to now one that prevails, or in other words, one that wins. This is what happens. We begin to change our names. We become so stuck in who we think we are that it makes us nervous, so nervous to the point that we don't explore those other opportunities, that we don't explore our weaknesses. And we get stuck in, well, I'm good at this, I'm good at this, I'm good at this. And you become so stuck in what you're good in, but you don't realize that your prosperity is coming from the thing that you're not so great in. The thing that you're not so great in is the thing that you have to work at and you have to perfect. There's some things that you're just good at and you're naturally, you know it, you can do it. You can cook, you can sing, you know, law, medicine, science the arts, whatever, something is being a parent, being a spouse, something is just, you're just simply good at that. But then there are other things that you're not so great at, and it's not, it doesn't mean that you cannot become great at those things. Some of our greatest athletes have had to work to uh, become who they are. Some people have had to work, and this is the is the thing that um, that you will have to do. It's work. You got to begin to work at those things, and I want you to to begin to um, to take on this work, accept the challenge to take on this inner work that you must begin. This, this spiritual work that you have to begin to do in your life. And this is what you will experience. You will experience a change in your name, a change in your spiritual identity. Come on. You're, you're moving from being um, defeated to victory. Your name is being changed from pain to healed. You're being changed from broken to whole. Your name is changed from poverty to prosperity, and it goes on and on and on and on. When you begin to take control of those desires to please your ego or that false self, then your identity will begin to change. In this fight that Jacob had with the angel in this particular fight that Jacob had with the angel, the angel, you know, fought back 
and the angel hit him in his leg and it damaged his hip and he got a limp. He sustained a limp in the fight. And this limp means for us metaphysically is, is that we move slower on our journey when it's time for us to shift in consciousness or go into a new direction. Our energy becomes slower towards it as we move into that direction. But if you remain focused on the change and remain focused on the positive, you may get there a little slow, but I guarantee you're going to get there. A prime example of this is, is who wants to start a diet? Who really wants to go on that diet? You know what we do. I've been, you know, juicing the last three days and, um, you know, so I've just been juice, juice, juice. And, um, you know, but who wants to do that? Who wants to start going to the gym? We want the end result. Now, we want the look. We want the, the result. But it's the process. And when we know that we have to make a change, even when it's life-threatening, sometimes we, we notice that we move slow. It's a, it's a daunting process. It's a lengthy process for you to begin to change your patterns, your, your energy patterns into new ones. But I want you to, you know, stay encouraged and keep your head up. You got to be patient. You must be patient with yourself. This didn't just happen overnight. You didn't just pick this stuff up overnight. We didn't just learn these things overnight. No, it, it, it happened over a course of time. We've learned to be sick. We've learned to be poor. We've learned to to be in lack. We've learned to be in limitation. We've learned these things. You know, flu season is out and we watch these commercials and they, they tell you that this is the time of the year for you to get the flu. This is the time of the year for you to catch the cold. This is the time of the year for seasonal allergies. This is the time of the year where you better, you, you know, you better not uh, uh, give any money this, this time of the year. This is the time of the year you better save. We learn this stuff. We, we've taken it and we become crystallized in this psychic energy and it's around us all the time. Not just the negative ones, but also those positive ones. Those things that no longer serve purpose in our lives. Those positive things, when they no longer are serving us, then they pull us down. They pull us down and they keep us in a past vibration and it lowers how we perform. It's time to move from the past into your brilliant, awesome, wonderful present. Ooh, wait a minute, Richard. Not my future? No, no, no. Listen, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. It's today. There is a tremendous opportunity of abundance for you today and we can't get to it because either we're stuck in the past or we're in pain trying to get to the future, trying to get to a future that is uncertain. We have these mental patterns even on a on the psychic level, on the psychic level, and we keep them there in our mind, these images 
for a long period of time and they create a wall. <clears throat> they create a wall around us and this wall surrounds us and it surrounds us and it, it becomes a barrier, a block, if you will. That's why we do those energy clearing sessions. It becomes a block from any new positive experiences coming into our life. They can't get in. Listen, prosperity is knocking on that door, but you got to be willing to pull down that wall. You got to be willing to pull that wall down and let that wall come crumbling down. You know, which president was it? I can't remember. I was little. It was Reagan or Bush. Oh, God, don't tell anybody. Well, I'm telling y'all, but don't y'all tell nobody that I couldn't remember. The one that said, Mr. Gorbachev, that wall must come down. I'm saying the same thing to you. It was Bush, I believe, uh, Papa Bush. That wall in your life of that pattern that has crystallized, that's keeping your good from getting to you. The wall is not there to keep you from getting to the good, but the wall is there to keep the good from getting to you. See, the, the good is, is, is trying to get to you right now. Whether you realize it or not, whether you know it or not, the good is working its tail off trying to get to you right now, but there's this great big old psychic wall in the way of, a negative pattern or a pattern, let's just say, that doesn't serve us any longer and it's time to eliminate it. And that's what we're talking about, how to break through this thing. We we, we got to break through this wall. We got to break through this thing. It's time for a breakthrough. This is a breakthrough hour for you. This is your breakthrough hour. And this is what I want you to experience. It's your breakthrough hour. We've got to begin to have this intention to establish something positive or new positive thought pattern in our lives. You, you must intend to establish an abundant thought pattern in your life. And you've got many ways that you can do that. And I'm going to share some of those ways with you. In Deuteronomy uh, 1 and 6, God, uh, Moses is, is um, talking to Israel and they're getting ready to go into the promised land. And so he takes this moment to, you know, review their failures and successes and why this happened and why that happened, because there's a whole new group of people, new generations here. As a matter of fact, there's a group of people that, that knew nothing of Egypt. All they know is being in the wilderness and they don't even know why the hell they're in the wilderness. And many of us are like that right now. We don't know why we've done any particular thing. We don't know why, you know, we do it. We just said, well, this is what my grandma did. But we don't know why grandma did that. You know, grandma did things because she grew up in the Depression or she grew up in the rural South or, you know, this is the way they just did those things. And that was a reason for them doing it. But you don't have to do it. They did it for one particular reason, but you didn't have to. I was. I remember a story. The guy was saying that that his wife was uh, would cut the ends of the ham off, and he never knew why she did it. And she said, "Well, this is why I do it because this is the way my mom did it." And so she never asked her mom why. 
um, she did it. And the mom said, well, my mother did it because, uh, you know, the pot was too small. So she would cut the ends off. And, you know, so this is why I did it because I was used to have a small pot. So, you know, the daughter continued in this pattern when there was no reason for her to because her pot was big enough to accommodate the ham. It's the same thing for you. Your life is big enough to accommodate the positive possibilities, the, these, these prosperous possibilities, but you've been stuck in this rut and not knowing why. So we, this is why we do this work, so we can understand why we do this. Why are we doing these things? Why do I sabotage myself? Why do I have these limited beliefs? Why do I think this way? Why am I stingy? Why don't I like to use money on myself? Why don't I like to enjoy my money? Why am I afraid of money? Why am I afraid of, you know, having new connections in my life? There's a reason for it. And um, in Deuteronomy, when Moses is sharing what happened, he says to them that God said in while they were in Horeb that ye you've been on this mountain long enough. I was about to do the King James thing. Ye have dwelt. No, God said you've been on this mountain long enough. Okay, spirit is saying the same thing to us. Within us, we have this knowing. Is in the in the in the in the treatment. It says, "I know." We have knowings within us that there's time for change. There's time for things to shift. I cannot continue or you cannot continue. We cannot continue to live in this psychic wall that is blocking the good from getting to us. It's time for us to move from this particular place. And Horeb uh, means dryness, drought, heat, waste, desolation, desert, barren. It's, it's solitude. Metaphysically, what Horeb represents is, is a state of high spiritual realization that we attain by affirming the power and the presence of the one inner divine sustenance and nourishment. It is a high place in consciousness where we come into conscious union with the divine. It's in the silence. It's in the solitude, which is the meaning of Horeb. It, it signifies that we go into the solitude of the inner chambers of our mind and we lead our thoughts to the back of the wilderness where they have dwelt with the exalted one, the divine I am, whose kingdom is good judgment. What does that mean, Richard? Does that, what, what does that mean to me? We go into the recesses of our mind and we bring out those rich ideas, those rich thoughts that are hiding. And we bring those things out and we bring them into the I am, which is within us. And whatever we declare I am, that is what we become. 
So they're rich ideas. You've got thoughts of peace. You've got thoughts of prosperity. You've got thoughts of abundance. You've got thoughts, all of these thoughts of, of good fortune. You've got thoughts of living an unlimited life. All of this stuff is, is there, and it's time to bring those things out. So this inspiration to leave this mountain comes in this place called Horeb. And I interpret scriptures metaphysically and allegorically. So you'll understand that what I'm what I say about the scriptures, if you're a Sunday school student, I promise you, you will never hear this stuff in Sunday school. It'll probably get you kicked out of a fundamental church. So, you know, we're just using these principles, okay? So, you know, if you go to a fundamental church and you like listening, don't go and try to say, Well, you know that guy on the radio says, because they won't believe a thing you're you're telling them, okay? So this is for you. It's in that place of solitude that you get the inspiration to know that, hey, I've been in this place long enough. I have been in this mountain. I've been in this state of mind long enough. We've been in a particular state of mind, and it's time for me to change that mind, that this mindset. I've been in this, it's a, it, a mountain is an exalted state of mind, and I've been in this place long enough. Now, it also means esoterically the mountain is a exalted an exalted state of mind where the divine plan may be perceived and unfolded. It's a state of spiritual realization. Now, the mountain ain't always a bad place. See, these are the positive things that we need to change because this is for those of us that, you know, we've been at this place of knowing what we need to do knowing what I must do, what I should do, what I have to do, and we've got all this inspiration, but we don't do nothing with it. You know, that the business should have been started, the the home should have been built, you could have achieved the degree by now, you could have manifested the money by now, you know, these things, but it's not happened because we've not, it's right action. You know, we've got to take action. We've got to turn some, take some steps. You've got to turn hallelujah into doolalujah. You've got to do something about this thing. And we stay in this high place, stay on this mountain. You've been here long enough. You've been in this, in this place long enough. And he says, turn you and take your journey and go. Three things. Turn, take, and go. Those three things I want you to get. As you are changing these, these patterns, it's time to turn. Means it's time to go into a different direction. Because you've been there long enough. Okay? And some of us stay in the Zen zone. We stay in the meditation zone. We stay in the Om zone. We stay in the yoga zone. Yes, I'm challenging you too. It's time to come out of the zone. Okay? Nothing is going to happen or change. Prayer, meditation, the solitude, all of this is where we get our inspiration from. But after the, you get the inspiration or the instructions or we know what we need to do, the next step, it's time to get up and turn and take your journey and go. That's what he told them. Turn, take, and go. That's what you begin to do when you are 
creating this new uh, uh, thought patterns, this abundant thought patterns. Turn from the poverty, turn from the lack, turn from the limitation. One of my clients was sharing with me, I, I gave him um, a, a, a poverty sabbatical. And I said, I told y'all on last week, I said, no poverty stuff for seven days. Don't read about it. Don't talk about it. Don't watch shows. And he was like, I can't watch Good Times, Sanford and Son. No, not even those because there's nothing funny about poverty. Told you that on last week. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen to last week's broadcast. And he told me, he said, wow. And I, and I gave him some other things to do, a particular book to read and follow the instructions in, in a particular book. And um, now y'all going to be emailing me talking about what book did you tell him to read? My book, <laughs> Consciously Wealthy. Anyway, no, that's not the book I told him to read. He's, he's read my book. But anyway, um, he said, wow, listen, this has done so much for me. I'm going on another seven days of this. Another seven days of this. And I was like, don't just go seven days. Go ahead, finish the month. You know, do a month. Take another 30 days of this because you're feeling good. You're vibrating this. You, you're changing these trends. And, and he began to, to tell me how he began to see things that it was time to change and things that it was time to let go of. Because remember what I told you, we hold on to stuff too long. Even those positive things, it, 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 we are to be involved. We are to evolve. We are to be in a state of becoming, not just staying in one place, but becoming. So you've got to begin to, to get up and, and move and go into a new place. Go into the new place and take a new place and, and go into, uh, some new ideas go into another there's they were on one mountain but guess what that was a higher mountain for them to go into and they were given instructions in Deuteronomy of where they were supposed to go and I don't have time to deal with all of the places that they were supposed to go but it was going through mountains and it was going through the lowlands and it was going to the south it was going to the sea it was going to the Canaanites and going to Lebanon and going to the river Euphrates and each one of these places represents a place in consciousness. It's time to, to deal with it. The first place they were told to go was, was to go to the Amorites and the Amorites represent what we call, what is called race consciousness. Not meaning race as an ethnicity, but the human race, race consciousness. As human beings, we've formed laws of physical birth and death. We've created laws of sickness and, and laws of physical inability and laws making food the source for our bodily existence and laws of mind that don't recognize any other source for existence outside of that which is physical. And all of these laws that we have formed through the race mind or through race consciousness separate us from and make us independent of the creative mind or divine mind. We, uh, we become separated 
we become separated. And where our help comes from, where our source of inspiration, this source of strength, we declare ourselves independent of that. So when we go into this whole race mind, and this is what Jesus, our way shower, showed us how to master. Jesus the Christ as the way shower showed us how we master this race mind through the realization of the power of God on the inside. It's God in you that does it. It's God in you that does it. And that's the first place that the scripture told him to go. It's to go in that place of mind and get over all those beliefs in that race mind. So as you begin to break the pattern this week, I'm running out of time to share with you. I'll have to come back more with more things, but there are things that you can do. You can begin to um, program your mind with positive thoughts each and every day. You can sit and focus on your breathing when you feel that old pattern coming into you. You know, go outside and begin to breathe and focus on your breathing. While you're focusing on your breathing, you will feel this renewing energy through the air that's coming into your body and beginning to change the patterns in your mind, dissolving the old pattern and creating a new one. Also, burn incense. Get some good incense. You can go to your local metaphysical store or whatever or get you some good incense. If you're in a city, you know, where they've got maybe a spiritual living center, Unity Church or something, they usually have a good uh, uh, bookstore there or whatever or something dealing with metaphysics and get some good incense. You use incense to dissolve the the uh, negative energy. There are psychic properties in in incense that dissolves negative energy or negative thought patterns. You can do that. You can also use the burning bowl and begin to burn things. Write down that old stuff and burn it and then write down something new and burn it as well. Or get some wishing paper. You can get wishing paper online and uh, it's flash paper. When you burn it, it just floats into the air and it dissolves. Begin to change your patterns each and every day. It's a daily task for you to change that pattern. Well, listen, I'm out of time. I've gone over my time. I love you. Remember, you are the best. That's why you deserve the best. I look forward to sharing with you on next week. And on next week, I'll share with you uh, more things that you can do to change your daily routine. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Richard Harper will be back next week with another terrific lesson for rich living. For more information about Richard, please visit his website at consciouslywealthylife.com. See you next week.